I'm Bobby. Hey, I'm Nathan. And hey, Nathan, are you ready? I'm ready. Let's go because this could be a podcast. A podcast, I think. I sure do love. What's his name? Paul Dano. Paul Dano. Love the fuck out of that guy. Yeah, I really do. I recently rewatched a uh, Little Miss Sunshine, and yeah. it's, it's just. It's, it's still, one of those movies that's just, it's like Napoleon Dynamite. Like, as soon as you start it, it's almost like you have to see it through to completion. And I love that about those little indie movies that mm. apparently studios don't have the time <laughs> to make anymore because it doesn't make them. No, well, that's, the thing is, I find it so short-sighted. The studios. It, I find it fascinating as the reasons why. Like those movies make money; they just don't make as much money but, as the other movies, yeah, the Transformer styles movies. But spread your bets around, you know. Like, yeah, I mean, it's thirty million here, thirty million there, which if, is a lot of money. But if that's as, though, com- as compared to you know one hundred fifty-six, one hundred, you know, two hundred million, three hundred million, you know, of four giant temple movies. Yeah. Eight million dollar budget for Little Miss Sunshine. Eight yeah. million dollar budget. What, what was yeah. box office though? But that's the real. I mean, yeah, but it, I, like it still made money. It clearly it, no. It, it, I'm it, sure. It, does it make you a hundred million dollars? I mean, is it is it Dirty Dancing where it's four point five million makes you two hundred and some odd? Million? I bet. It, I bet it cleared sixty. Hundred and one million. Yeah, it's a great return <laughs> yeah, on investment. That's, a, that's huge. Yeah. So why wouldn't you make you know you know twenty it, of those bets? And, the, and they used to. The, the, yeah. the problem is, is that they can make so much more money on almost a guarantee thing. Except for, it's, for not every, a, it's not a guarantee anymore. But f- well, for the most part, it is. I mean, it's, it's, it's very similar to pop music, and we've kind of talked about this in the past, where, yeah, is pop music as good as it was in 1996? No, because it's just kind of devolved into the same kind of mush over and over again and hits the same beats. Like, Marvel movies are starting to eat themselves. Transformer yeah. movies are starting to eat themselves. I mean, never that. The Transformer movies were never very good. But, like, I the return... I think the first one was pretty darn good. The return... I take that back. I don't... <laughs> the return on investment for them is yeah. just... It's it's not worth it. Because for every Little Miss Sunshine, there were, you know, 20 movies that sure. were the same budget and had the same potential, just didn't no. land the plane. That's what, I mean, that's why I love... Um, oh, what's his name? Oh, God, Blum. Jason Blum, yeah, like his his theory of just because that's what he's doing. He he's doing scattershot, mm-hmm. buying up anything and everything, and well, there's clearly a market for yeah. it. That's the thing, like where there is. I was, I mean, I, I forget what podcast I was listening to. Someone was talking about this, but there is a, a appetite for it. Yeah, and it's just a void. It's a void that the big studios aren't willing to take. So of course you sure. can have. I mean, a twenty four is a good example of like at least a studio that's been. Put, throwing a lot of darts at the board, yeah, you know, and then they they hit, and once you hit, and then you could become bigger and bigger and bigger, right? I, no, yeah, J- Blumhouse is doing the same thing. Yeah. I mean, that's like literally their model is ins- we're going to put out a hundred movies this year, yeah, and, with our name on it, and hopefully five of them will be hits yeah. enough to pay for everything, everything in in my ne- in our next slate. Yeah, and are there some hidden gems in the hundred? Sure, that aren't you know huge hits sure but you know it's it's crazy to me that they wouldn't want to you know spread the bets around just a little bit because i mean especially after the writers and uh actors strike this year like the mm-hmm. slate of movies coming out like big studio films is like minuscule like there's going to be 
three a month. It's it's mm-hmm. not it's not good. I, I, I in the grand scheme of things think that's a, actually a good thing because where there's a void, the void will be filled, you know. It's like flowing water. Like yeah. it will find a way. But it's just really becomes like you can't really depend on the major studios to be the ones that are gonna foot the bill. It has to be smaller upstart studios or sure. you know, more boutique style studios that are taking these risks, which are huge risks. I mean when we're talking we're we're saying, you know, eight million dollars isn't a, a huge budget. It's a fucking huge budget. I, in the grand scheme it, of things. It, well, it, it's a lot of money. It is a lot of money, yeah. but it's not comparatively. Comparatively, no, I mean, it's Tommy not. Boy was like $10, 11000000 million. Yeah. You know, and it's a very bare bones movie. Very bare bones. Uh, no, it's it's good. I, I'd rather see the return of that mid-budget $50 million. It'd be like in today's money. It used to be $30 million. Mm-hmm. Now it's, you know, probably closer to 50 being like a mid-size. Well, I was film. thinking about it when we, because we, we were just recently in the car together. Because we haven't spent enough time. Yeah, we today. have not spent enough time together today, right. whatsoever. And, I, and we were listening to uh, CCR. The, yeah. the CCR was on the radio. Yeah. And it was a proud Mary. And if listening to that recording, it's nowhere near as polished and shined. Yeah. As you know, contemporary mu- music. I mean, even contemporary music sure. dating back 30, 40 years now. You know where it. But the strength of that song. And the strength it's of that there. recording and how it was put together is still there, and it's its own special thing. Yeah. And I was I always appreciate a movie that doesn't need the bells and whistles and relies on the actual story. And to you know, your Paul Dano comment, yeah. like the acting that really carries the movie. Paul Dano's great. I, I I just watched Looper again the other day. In that, oh, I've never. What's that? I've never watched. Why? Because <laughs> yeah. it's a good movie. It's like a little. Hey, listen, I a I love a I love sci-fi. Yes. Why? <laughs> I love time travel specifically. Yeah. And I think it was it's a fun premise. Do you and like shitty prosthetics for is it Joseph Gordon Levitt? Yeah. Yep. They're it's trying not to make that bad. Him... It's not that bad. It's no. Not... It's un it's unnerving because he doesn't look like Joseph Gordon Levitt. They're trying to make him look more like Bruce Willis, right? And he, and it's fine. It's it's not like a perfect look alike or anything like that, but if only they enough... had control over who they were casting for the movie. Well, you gotta get you gotta get somebody who's good enough to carry a whole fucking movie. <laughs> How many Bruce Willis? If you could name an actor right now that could carry an entire film, Haley Joel Osment does not look like young Bruce Willis at all. Oh well, no. a young actor that looks like Bruce Willis. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, drink more into the no, microphone. That's please. what I'm saying. Yeah, there's not there's not one. It's fine. I, I'll I you know I'll I'll allow it. Didn't hear get get this Nathan. Yeah. Cast someone else other than Bruce Willis. Sure. For this movie where they need someone that looks... Looks kind of like Joseph Gordon-Levitt. I mean, they they drove home Adam Sandberg, Andy Sandberg, and Adam Sandler, and <laughs> that's my boy. Right? I'm yeah. going to defer to Cole on this one. Cole? Did you watch that movie? Fuck no, I didn't watch that. Okay. But it's, right. it's called like, That's My Boy, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they, they just or jammed that, that one home because that one's right there. It's yeah. served up on a platter. Sure. Right, right, right. But uh, no, we I need to shoehorn Bruce Willis into this this lookalike time but, travel. But movie. also, like the elder version of Paul Dano in that movie looks nothing like Paul Dano, and I, that's that's fine. I have no it's context. Fine. It's he, it's a very small part. But have no. you seen Dumb Money? No, I haven't watched that one yet. No, felt you know as living through <laughs> it as someone who did invest into mm-hmm. GME GameStop yeah. at the height of the nonsense. Uh, uh, no, you didn't do the height. You you. I mean, yeah, was, I feel you caught like the last, uh, the, listen, the last wave up before like I, it became a I, national thing. I was in the first 
lockout of of Robin Hood. So I feel like uh, the, yeah, first, I was, the first time they suspended trade yeah, on, I was too. on Robin Hood. So I, I feel like I was I but was you, in were, it you were in it before though that, that you were in it before that. Yeah. You invested a hundred bucks, right? Yes. And, that and then was... I then I put another and I was like, I'm gonna buy another I this is yeah. going fucking crazy. This is, going this crazy. is nuts. I'm gonna yeah, fuck it. I'll put another hundred bucks in. Mm-hmm. And then that's when I got locked out. Yeah. And I still have that two hundred dollars. <laughs> you still have that in there? Not in GME. No, no. Mm. Well, no. I I mean, I obviously that was a very interesting time and it shows how the market is clearly manipulated and rigged yeah. and uh did all those things. The thing that dumb money does, and I are you planning to watch it at all? Uh probably. I yeah. haven't watched all of it. I only watched about half of it. Yeah. But there in Cole, you've watched it, right? Yes. Yeah, I've seen it. Is there seven music montages within the first 30 minutes? <laughs> I can't recall. I didn't... It's so many. Like Ugh. too many of just, hey, we're going to tell this tale with a montage set to yeah. wet ass pussy. And you think like, okay, I've had I get it. We're establishing. Sure. And then well, let let's start telling the story. Nope. Let's gotta go get to a whole another. It's co- it's a, it's a complex story <laughs> that and needs that to be people... told by contemporary rap pop music. No, you just got to get through it because <laughs> that's not the fun part. I don't mm. know. I'm not. I don't watch. The, I haven't watched the movie. I don't know when I'm gonna get through it. That's kind of low on the list. I'm gonna watch. I would say it's okay at best. Okay at best. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's kind of what I was worried about. Yeah. You know. I also feel it's a little too close. I mean. It, like, if you, it wants to be the big short, but it's yeah. not the big short. Yeah, that's not. Yeah. That's not what I want. And I feel it's a little too close to the thing actually happening. You know, the the actual event. Not enough times passed. Correct. That's your problem. No, no, I'm just, that's a critique of it. Yeah, that's I your feel, problem. No, it's just a critique. Yeah. A problem would be like, hey, a problem if it's the seven fucking musical montages in the first 20, 30 minutes. What is this, okay. an episode of Yellowstone? Yeah, <laughs> it feels like an episode of Yellowstone. Like, yeah. Instead of uh, the Jason Isbell. Uh, that reminds me, Jason Isbell reminds me. Have you guys I, watched of, any of your movies? No, absolutely. Who's Jason Isbell? Jason Isbell is a, he's an Americana singer-songwriter. People love to jerk him off. and Like contemporary? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I've never heard of this guy. My uh, my brother in law was is really in, big into him, and we went to we went to go to a music festival, uh, a spring training major league baseball music festival. Ooh. You can wrap your head around that called the Innings Festival. Do you get why it's called the Innings Festival? Well, Innings is baseball. Yeah. But is there so some they, other reason for innings? they tie a bunch of things in? So there's there's some baseball players who. Like to be musicians too, but is there like Bronson Arroyo? Is there some other like innings Did that Adam Wainwright play has like a second meaning? Adam Wainwright might have might have been in there. No, no, yeah, that's Adam, what I'm no, saying. No, it's like, straight down the board. Don't overthink this. Yeah, shit. that's dumb. Yeah, it's a... Bernie Williams is there, you know, playing guitar. Yeah, nope. You get to meet you get to meet people. Like I met Kenny Lofton there. Um, It'd be cooler if you met Kenny Loggins. <laughs> it would be cooler if I met Kenny Loggins, but uh. They were really stoked to see Jason Isbell, so like I'm like, yeah, sure, let's we'll go. And Dave Matthews Band was there, and I've, I've never I never saw Dave. Womp, womp, womp. Yeah, and womp, so I was like, womp, sure, we'll go do this. Womp, but Jason womp, Isbell womp. couldn't stop telling this group of people that were drunk off their ass how much quitting drinking saved his life. It was like every <laughs> other fucking song, and they and then everyone raises a drink. Yeah, yeah, you're like, right. Alcoholism is killing me. He's like, here's a song, and. 
Good for you. Good for mm-hmm. you. Yeah. So anyway, I watched Killers of the Flower Moon. That's my segue. He's in it. And uh, get this. Why? Exactly, Cole. Exactly. Why is he in it? Because he's... I was like, has he acted in other things? Like, how do you go from not acting at all to Martin Scorsese movies? Ask uh, Ed Sheeran the same fucking question, man. Exactly. <laughs> and they both fall flat on their face. Uh, Sturgill Simpson is another... Uh, uh, Sturgill Simpson. Now you're just making up names. Yeah, he is a he. He's a little more, I don't know, a psychedelic folk Americana dude. It's okay. a weird. Too it, many adjectives. Yeah. Well, if you see if you see some of his album art, you'll you'll know that like he likes yeah. drugs basically, and okay. he likes to write old timey country songs. Okay. And he's also in Killers of the Flower Moon, okay. and um, he does a better job. But still, no acting credits right to a Martin Scorsese movie. Kind of pisses me off. What would you think of the, like, the three and a half hour runtime of... It didn't feel like three and a half hours. Oh, I'll give it that. Okay. And um, So, you, Cole, you haven't watched any of your movies either? Nope. You guys suck so much. It's like, I got three of the four Listen, taken I had to watch Looper. <laughs> I had to watch No Escape. No, had to only applies to the, these movies yeah. that we all agreed to watch. No, those are movies that I can just like... Put on and not pay attention to. I need to pay attention to my three movies, which are. Uh, Do you remember them? <laughs> I got them pulled up here. I was just about to say that. <laughs> uh, so I had. I got uh, the, the Anatomy of a Fall, Maestro, mm-hmm. and Good Things. Or no, was it Poor Things? Poor Things. Yeah. Rich Things. Yeah. No, no, sorry. Poor, Poor Things. things. Yeah, yeah. I, those are all things I need to watch. Yeah. But. So, I'll get to it. So, Killers of the Flower Moon. So, yeah. I took care. Here's what I took care of. I What'd took, you take care of? What'd you knock out? First off, I knocked out Barbie. I'm like, because that's the free space. Before we yeah. get into the meat and potatoes, let's just knock out Barbie. Yeah. Okay. And then I went to Killers of the Flower Moon. Okay. Because I'm like, oh, that was my first pick. Let's go in order. Sure. Because I'm dreading watching Past Lives. So, because <laughs> I did not know what that movie was. And after watching a trailer, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I don't want to watch this movie at all. But I guess... I'll have to pay $4 to rent it. Um, and then The Holdovers. <laughs> the Holdovers is the yeah. one we watched as well. Okay. I watched. but So it's been a weird week. It's been a weird week. Let's just say. Yeah. What's the, uh, did you hate Barbie as much as Cole did? I have, I have thoughts on Barbie. Okay. I'd like, love and to I want to talk. I want to talk about Barbie. Let's talk about Barbie. Okay. Okay. Because I want to explain my journey, and then I feel like we, since we've all seen yeah, it, we we've can all, all seen it. Now we can all discuss it. Discuss it. Hey, by the way, spoilers, guys. If you haven't watched Barbie, yet, Barbie, how dare you? She gets a vagina. Um, <laughs> so, um, I guess I never like caught that at the end. Yeah. I, like as far as like, you got to really pay attention to these things. There's a lot of subtext. I guess I never thought about. You know Barbie's genitals at the end of the movie. Yeah, she goes see her she to go see her gynecologist. Yeah, yeah. See gynecologist. Yeah. I want to preface this okay. by saying I know Barbie was not made for me. Okay, right. I'm a 38 year old man. Sure, white yeah. man, according Cis-gender. to some people. That's yet to be determined. You know, TB, TBD. TBD. I want to leave some cards unturned. <laughs> Oh, I, I got know. a lot of life. Left. I got a lot of life left. I might want to do fifties as a you know, chick. I don't know. Um, yeah, a lot of things can happen. So I know this movie <laughs> yeah. is not made for me. I understand Correct. what Cole has said. You know, I can surmise from the previews of it. Like I'm like I understand what we're going to be tackling here. Sure. As I'm watching it, yeah, you know them setting up the Barbie world for it being 
the Kens are irrelevant. Yes. You know, and that they are actually marginalized and completely superfluous. Stuff. Yeah. And it's a, it's a, and a matriarch, you know. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, all right. And then the transfer from the Barbie land to the real world. Yes. When they start playing, is it Indigo Girls? Yeah. The I'm like, again, they're really hitting <laughs> the nail on the head. Yeah. And and because I've been doing so much writing over the last like year. Yeah. I I kind of took a step back and I'm like, I got to appreciate the fun that they're having yeah. with this, you know figure this doll yeah, it's, you know? a, it's a goofy it's a goofy movie how many people got the 2001 space odyssey reference at the beginning of the movie i, I don't think i'm guessing not too many not too many which comes into the critique because yeah. i'm gonna it's a little so because i think that's a reference that a lot of people are like i i don't know again the movie's not made for me <laughs> right. i get the reference right. but i can't assume that people that the movie was made for 18 year old girls <sighs> understand yeah have seen 2001 Space Odyssey. Sure. Anyway, that's an aside. That's for the people that that get the yeah. reference. The heavy-handed switch that Cole was talking about when they learn, like when they go to the real world, yeah, and every man is like smacking her on the ass, or you know, like at every point in turn, it's just heavy-handed storytelling, basically. Like you, you don't need to go that heavy-handed, but. Maybe you do to literally beat against the head of the audience member. I've never been a woman, so I can't, exp- you know, fully understand what that's like. I just know you don't understand. The I don't gaze. act like that as a person. Exactly, which yeah. I think is when we have talked about this in the past. Right. It's always that it's like, well, if we don't act like that, are we not doing our part to be part of the solution and sure. not part of the problem? Yeah, and you can, and I think. I don't want to be presumptuous in saying, but like I think in most day-to-day activities, most men don't act like that. Right. One time I asked my wife, uh and I said, okay, have you ever been catcalled? Because it was like towards like pre-Me Too, the build-up to Me Too, there was a lot of talk about like street harassment and like catcalling and shit like that. Right. Okay, I guess I don't feel like I've ever witnessed this. Mm-hmm. Has this ever happened to you? And I, you sure about that? And I'm like trying to like get a, like a real barometer because it's not a phenomenon that I've yeah witnessed. I'm like, okay, does this happen to you? And she's like, she got a little offended because she's like, yeah, of course this has happened to me. I'm like, okay, all right. I'm literally just I, I'm not saying it doesn't it didn't happen to you. It never, yeah. never existed, but I've ne- I'm I've never seen this happen. So I was kind of curious. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah. So the idea, once again, of that's catcalling and like full on oogling, like right. obvious oogling, yeah, uh, is not something that we partake in. Yeah. But also, you know, her and Ken rolling around in bright fucking neon. Neon, exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's part of it. Not to, and also like, it's also Margot Robbie and uh, correct wearing skin tight clothes. And it's like, yeah, of course you're gonna get if you wore a burlap sack around. Maybe it'd be different, right? Not that you should wear a burlap sack around. It's not, but because I asked my wife too, I yeah. actually probably within the context of talking about this, I'm like, has anyone ever just? I was I was making a joke about mm. my my uh, my grandmother, okay. um, is like she is a sexist. Uh, she, she's a misogynist. She's a misogynist okay. as as a woman. She is a okay. misogynist. So it's it's funny because. Like one one holiday, we were talking about my my uncle and his wife. They they uh, 
they don't fly together. They fly separately when they go right. to a place in case the plane goes down. <laughs> yeah, right? And so designated survivor right. situation. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. my grandmother is like great show. Oh my God, I could never. Oh my God, I could never fly alone. And then my wife said, Oh, I, I would fly alone. And she was just like taken aback. She's like, Oh my God, you would you would you would really do that? You would fly alone? And she's like, Yeah, I'd, I'd, like really? And she's like, Oh, I would never. I would never. And so I was making a joke. We were at the grocery store, and and Katie, my wife, mm-hmm. took back the cart in the parking lot. Okay. And I just made the joke of like, "Oh my god, are you sure? Are you, you sure you won't get raped <laughs> along the way? Oh my god, like, what if someone gooses you in the parking lot? You know, uh, and just yeah. do, just doing that yeah. joke, just yeah. doing that whole, yeah. oh my god, well, I would never Pearl let clutching, that, yeah. I would never let that happen. I would yeah. always make him do that. You know, her husband, and. uh and then I did ask, I'm like, well, have you ever actually been goosed in public? You know, have you ever? Yeah. And she's like, yeah, one one time when she was 13, she said, at the mall with her mom. Mm. And, and I'm like, what? Was like, it a teenage boy at least? That's why my question was, I'm like, wait a second. So was it a, was it a teenage kid? Like, yeah. And she's foggy on the memory. She thought maybe it might have been like a college kid with like. Some it was a guy and then a few girls around and they like they did it and then they like ran off laughing and stuff like that. Yeah, wasn't wasn't a teen. Yeah, I don't like any of that. No, and again, it's something like yeah. had I not asked the question, <laughs> yeah. I would never have known. Yeah, that's not something that just gets brought up in conversation. Hey, remember when I was in the mall and got goosed? And got goosed by a random dude. Yeah, yeah. and so again, okay. We can all we can all assume, and I I don't think that there's anything wrong with asking questions because right. again I was doing it as a joke because I think it's hilarious that yeah. my grandma like at any point in time when some like it, she will not like open the door you know if the UPS guy has a uh, a package you know she's like just leave it outside just leave, I don't want to what if he comes inside and starts trying to you know molest me or something like she's an insane person like anybody would want to r her right. <laughs> That's an arrested development joke. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Cool. Did you get that? I did. Okay, cool. <laughs> okay, just make it sure. All right, cool. We tied all together. Yeah. Um, so I was making that joke. Yeah. And I was just, so and then having watched the Barbie movie, yeah. I was I was thinking about it, so I talked about it. And um so the heavy handedness of coming back like to establish that this character who has never experienced this in like, her life uh, has to experience this in a time frame. That is re- relatable enough for her to change her mind from what she's thought about her entire life. Yeah. So that's where the heavy handedness comes in. And it's just kind of a shitty plot device to establish change of character. Right. Now, this is the swing where I think people don't understand, or I don't know if the message has been truly understood of the Barbie movie. Because when they come back and then they're now empowered, you know, feminists basically. Yeah. And they're it, they're uh, what are they, what's the word deprogramming all the Barbies sure, yes. by telling them yeah. about the the patriarchy and everything like that, while making funny jokes about you know men being really men good being... at open <laughs> opening jars, which is hilarious. Yeah, you know. Or what, what was a, the movie? Funny trope. What was the movie The Godfather, or was it The Godfather? Yeah, was it The Godfather. Yeah. Okay, all right. And as and as a group of guys that organically Dudes. have had a joke about Matchbox Twenty being America's Coldplay. I found it hilarious that the only song that the Kens want to sing and play is <laughs> I Want to Push You Around, push push you around. Yeah. by Matchbox 20. Like, that made me feel, yeah. I'm like, oh, that's good. That, that's the that, perfect that, song. That felt made you feel seen. Because even as a 13-year-old, I'm like, what is he? Like, 
Is this about domestic abuse? Like, I want to push you around. And I will. I will. And I, I will. Fucking catchiest song about it's domestic getting... violence. Yeah. That you'll find. It's good. I want to take you for granted. And as a guitar player who, for a very, very, like, I remember doing it a couple times. Like, being the guy at the party with the guitar. Don't want to do that. That's oh, always. You've grown out of that? Well, it was like once, maybe twice. Mm. Yeah. Oh, Bobby plays the guitar. You want to you wanna do this? Yeah. Nope. Hated those guys. Cole, I'll give you I'll give you three guesses as the the musician that I I I covered when I was the guy at the party with the guitar. You can really uh, narrow this down. Matchbox Twenty is one of my guesses. Nope, because uh, nope, we were just talking nope, about it. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Focus up. Focus. Focus in that area. That time frame. Hmm. STP. Nope. Nope. You're Coldplay. You're getting far. You're getting farther away from it. Think more, Dave Matthews. Nothing. I have, I have no idea. You're not been... familiar. Uh, it was J- so Jack Johnson was. Oh <laughs> no! That's what I'm saying. I thought this was more of a thing for yeah, people. Was... Cole's a big Jack Johnson guy. Yeah, I was when I was your age. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Or that age. I yeah, mean, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and it's. <laughs> Look, t- banana pancakes get me laid. Sure, absolutely. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, it's a very effective trope. From the but, Curious George soundtrack that Jake Jack Johnson did the entirety of, by the yeah. way. Fucking weird. Hey, and there's uh, nothing wrong with that Jack was, Johnson. That was from an album and then it was featured. Oh, on but he did, mm-hmm. I thought he did a lot I thought he did all the music for that. Upside movie. Down he, he was did. his original song for Upside Down. You want me to get out the guitar? No. I got a couple right over there. Yeah. Uh, no, but, I don't want to hear you. For thing. me, it is we've talked about this a million times. It's the Black Panther of it all. Where well, it is not like it's not better than Endgame, it's not better than Civil War, sure. but because of the no, hype, because I think mean, you know the cultural. I I understand what you're saying, but yeah. I'm not I'm not saying it's a bad movie. I'm just saying it's not better than well, Ga- Guardians of the Galaxy, for example. But this this is the ending thesis of my film paper that I'm transcribing to you guys in real time. Oh is, God, is that? Oh God, right? Oh geez, wait till we get to Killers of Fire Monday. It's, it's gonna be good. This is why you guys should watch your movies. Anyway. The end, when they all decide, you know, there's the counter, there's the counterweight yeah. of, okay, we're going to deprogram all the Barbies. Yes. And we're going to do this. And now we're going to, you know, create an uprising of Kens yeah. to come. All right. And then when they all decide. <laughs> it's so fucking ridiculous. It I is. love it. <laughs> it's it so good. It's so stupid. It is it's, so stupid. It's, and that's what but they, then when they all decide that the pendulum swing in the other direction to that extent and that extreme is not the solution. It's not the solution. The solution's in the middle. The solution's in the middle. I'm like, yes. Yeah. I'm like, can I want to pull people that come out of the movie and be like, you did you can you tell me the ending of the movie? Yeah. What was the thing that we that we learned from this movie? That we don't marginalize large groups of people, right? And we don't follow one extreme by going in the extreme of another. Yeah. We want to stay kind of centri- central and yeah. centrist to the to like the core of what we're talking about. And any extreme in any direction can really create problematic results. And yeah. I did not hear a single fucking person Sad. ever say anything like that. My wife watched the movie. She didn't come back and be like, I really actually enjoyed it at the end that it was like, you know, yeah. every, you know, we kind of just need to work we together. We need to work together. Yeah. Yeah. No one said that. Okay, but okay, I think that you're 100 percent correct. There it is, stamp, rubber stamp, approval, oh. done. Cool. But can we talk about how awesome Ryan Gosling is as Ken, like when he's wearing his uh, Joe Namath fur coat in Casa was it was it Mojo Dojo Casa House? Like that's mm-hmm. like that's good, right? You know me and Ryan Gosling. 
What's wrong? What's, you got a problem with Ryan Gosling? Yeah. What the fuck's your problem with Ryan Gosling? I, I feel I've made this point to you many, many times. I've made it to in Cole. One, in one ear, out the other. He still hasn't watched La La Land, so. Drive is fucking great. In one ear and out the other. Boom. Drive's great. Nice yeah. Guys, great. Nice Guys is very good. And he's good in it. You know, like he. he I, you know, I have a problem with the Disney children. I have a problem with the Disney children. Yeah. Okay. Remember the Titans? No. That's a hard no. What do you mean? That's. It's Varsity Blues and the uh, uh, Friday Night Lights I'm naming, in this I'm, household. I'm, I'm naming Ryan Gosling movies here. I'm talking about football movies. Okay, yeah, I'm well, not gonna if I'm gonna watch can football. Can we meet in the middle and just talk about Ryan Gosling? Uh, <laughs> Crazy Stupid Love was good. Yeah. Um, he, Blue Valentine was good. Lars and the Real Girl was really good. He's he's a good actor. He's he's too good looking. He's too good he's looking. Too talented. And that's why I made a really great. And I don't Ken. like him. Okay. <laughs> Half Nelson. Oh. Half Nelson is great. Half yeah. Nelson's really good. Okay. I just first I just movies. told you. I was like, okay, you, you can't he, have it all. And I think I think he legitimately might be a nice guy. Uh, I did watch. There was a Steve uh, Steve Carell uh, did a speech about why he hates Ryan Gosling. <laughs> yeah. And it so was it was something about men. his band. Like his band was going to go play at a nursing home. Ryan Gosling's band. He's like, it was a Friday night, and he's like, what? Uh, he asked Steve Grohl what he's doing. He's like, oh, I don't know real plans. He's like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, my band's gonna go play at this nursing home, and he's like, and that's why I hate Ryan Gosling because he didn't make like a publicity show out of it. I think he's, he might actually he, be a he good just person. He's Canadian. What do you? What do you fucking expect? Band. Yeah, that's I, nice. I have a I have a problem with it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But Ryan Gosling's good though. Can we just? Can you accept he is, that? He 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 is he can be a good actor. Yeah, yeah, and he yes yes. Okay, all right. There is a good South Park episode. I won't go through the entirety of it. Yeah, when you want to just you, rattle off the entire South Park episode. Yeah, I don't know anyone <clears throat> that just describes the entire plot of a TV show to me hey, verbatim. Only when it's applicable. And okay? this is a- applicable. Okay, yeah. right now it's a really tough word. Huh? Exactly. Go ahead, Cole. Hey, Cole, can you hit me with one? Nope. Come on. <laughs> It seems like you have a tenuous grasp on the English language in general. Butters has a uh, Butters is a character in South Park. Yeah, I'm aware. Um, and he he hates Ben Affleck a ton because okay. he's like you can't have everything. It was right after. Uh, um, it was Jennifer Lopez. No, 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 no. It was what was the movie? Um, uh, Argo. Fargo. Right after. Right after Argo, Argo came yeah. out, right after Argo came this out, when he won and, Best Picture, yeah. yeah, all right. And so Butters is pissed that Ben Affleck has everything. Yeah. Like he he can't be you know good looking, good actor, good writer, and a good director, and be married to Jennifer Lopez. And then the whole thing goes like he like he reveal he he saves the reveal of the reasons why he hates Ben Affleck until the very end. And so someone says, "Oh, he's not married to Jennifer Lopez anymore. He's married to Jennifer Garner." And then Butters is like, "Oh." Okay, well, that's different. I mean, Ben Affleck's really talented, but he doesn't have everything. You know, it's just like <laughs> the fact that it's weighted with Jennifer it, Garner. In the process, he kills a lot of people by he, accident. He does, yeah. 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 That's what I was. Just out of pure anger. Yeah. So he finds out he's actually from Hawaii. And so it's a good episode. But okay. the counterbalance of Ben Affleck having everything, just give me one little. I like, I just want. I don't Eva, like when everyone has Eva Mendez. I mean, come on. Is he married uh, to Eva Mendes? Yeah. So yeah, it's too much. He has too much. No, it's fine. Some people can have it all. No. And also... And she quit acting for him. Ooh. Whoa. God damn. Jeez. Well, that's kind of a lateral I, move. Anyhow, uh, I mean, listen, we've all seen the picture of 
Ben Affleck depressed smoking. Uh, you know, the, he doesn't have it all. Okay. No, I'm talking about Ryan Gosling. This is Butters. He's an alcoholic, yeah. Yeah, Butters was a fictional character talking about this. I'm just making an allegory Um. to my reasons of not liking, not wanting to give Ryan Gosling everything. If this is my counter protest, this is my protest, I don't have to love him. No, you don't have to. He doesn't get my love. But you should accept that he's good. I'll plead the fifth. (laughs) Ryan Gosling is a good actor. I enjoy the nice uh, guys, but that's probably because Russell Crowe carries the movie. I would say that Ryan Gosling is Ryan Gosling probably is no no he's like I don't like his screaming it, it, like a little bit too uh, hokey aw shucks and, and a lot of stuff it's almost like uh, uh, George Clooney and then certain Coen Brothers movies where he's just like all goofy faces it's like yeah. you can you can you can pull that back just a skosh you mm-hmm. know we don't need to hit that every it works in No Brother Where Art though mm-hmm. not so much in. Uh, Burn after, burn after reading. Burn after reading. I oh. like burn, I like burn after reading. That's a great movie. Yeah, Brad Pitt coming out. Brad Pitt, but his hokiness somehow works. I don't know. It's weird. Well, Brad Pitt is real special. <laughs> He's very special. He's very special. But then there's some people I don't mind. Like like Keanu Reeves being a good example of someone. He's not a great actor. No. That's why I can root for him. That's why I don't mind because it's like he's not. He doesn't have everything. He's no. a good looking man. He's got a ton of money, uh, also, but it's like, like his wife died. Half of like, his family died. Yeah. <laughs> like his There's a counterbalance. Like, like, yeah, Keanu Reeves has been through some shit. I, can, I, I don't have the litany in front of me, but yeah. I've heard that. He's been through some stuff. He's been, he's been through some stuff. Yeah. He doesn't wear it on, you know, on his shoulders, but he's been through some stuff. And also, he's genuinely a nice guy, uh, Yeah, according to See most reports. Saying? There's a counterbalance. Yeah. I feel that, I don't know. I'm withholding judgment of Ryan Gosling. You think Gosselin. that Ryan Gosling's... Gosling? Gosling? Ryan Gosling is a piece of shit. You think I Ryan know that. Gosling yes. uh, has some dark secret that... I hope so. God, I hope so. <laughs> he, he only directed one film, and it was Lost River, which was a giant piece of garbage. Who, Ryan Gosling did? Yes. Or Ryan Gosling. God damn it. Because is, Go- is Ryan Gosling somebody? We can I don't talk know. Gosling? Ryan Gosling. Gosling? Gosling? Gosling is... It. Somebody. <laughs> So, uh, okay. uh, anyway. bar- final thoughts, Barbie. Um, a movie that was not made for me. Yeah. Um, I didn't shut it off. Um, I'll never watch it again, but I didn't hate it. Um, I'll give it a six and a half out of ten. And I I didn't hate it. I just yeah. was kind of pissed off by some of the concepts of it. And yeah, because you're an angry white man. Oh, fuck, fuck you. Uh <laughs> His brim is pretty flat right now. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> of the hat he's wearing. Um, I, and it again the the Black Panther kind of concept. Yeah, to where it exactly. Was, it's it's In, not an Oscar nominated no, movie. Uh yeah, no, I it think, should be. Yeah, but again. It's fine. You got to put butts in the seats, though, because the uh, you and know I, the economy. and I like Greta a lot. I've yeah, we, we she's should, she's yeah. always done good work in my opinion. Yeah. So I either forgot or didn't know that Will Ferrell was in the movie, so that yeah. was always a nice little. Yeah, need to, I mean, what a national treasure. Uh, yeah, I don't but know again, if... that's why he keeps fucked up teeth because it's a counterbalance. Yeah, because he can't, you know, and his his wife is normal looking. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't googled Will Ferrell's wife in a while. He had a really good. Uh, I think it was his Mark Twain. His Mark Twain comedy yeah, where he tells her to like shut the fuck up from the <laughs> when she's up in the balcony. You just stop. He gives us fucking re- nagging. He gives us really nice speech about her, and then at yeah. the end, it's just like. 
<laughs> when I want to do something, you shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, it's pretty good. She laughed really hard, so that's that's when you know they have that's, a fun marriage. Yeah, they listen to push unironically <laughs> <laughs> together. Yeah, you know. No, I think I think for me the idea that Barbie got made the way it did, mm-hmm. as far as like being fairly goofy, you know, and like yeah. I mean tonally, like yeah, I mean it's. Yep. Damn near an art piece. I mean, like an art film. Yeah, when you're as looking at the set design. Avant-garde and, and just kind of sure. how weird it is. Yep. It's a weird movie. It's not a paint-by-the-numbers right. normal film. What I would love for it to be is a standalone film with no sequel. Like if And, and I doubt that will help him. I, I hope so. But if they just ended it with her just going to the OBGYN yeah. and then we're just we're off to the next world, that's fine. I'm. I hope so. Over time, it'll I think be stronger. Oh yeah. But Do you I'm wanna... sure Barbie Two is already in the works. And... Her only upcoming project is a Netflix Chronicles of Narnia film. Okay. Okay. So... I think that's a story that's never been properly told. Yeah. Honestly. Listen, Prince Caspian. They didn't. They didn't get to finish it out. Yeah, I don't really remember those movies at all. Mm. I saw the first two. I think. What were but... the What were the treats they have? In the Chronicles of Narnia. Fuck if I know. No, they have, uh, there's like, oh. I can't say I've read a C.S. Lewis book in a very long time. No, I've never, nope, never read any of it. Nope. Fuck, what are those little treats they have before they go? Strumpets? No, anyway. Because you're British? It was a thing we used to joke about it, but clearly Who's the time we? has passed. Tater tots? It, it was tater tots. That was the delicious <laughs> sweet snack they used to eat. <laughs> that, uh, tater tots used to be... An English sweet snack. Exactly. Much like a funnel cake. But it's it's still the same. It's still the same. <laughs> Tater tots. Times were tougher back then. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, oh golly, this is this is quite the treat here. Right. It's a crunchy potato. Right. Well, and, and along the lines of like the writing aspect of mm-hmm. it, where because I was also recently listening to a Dan Harmon, uh, creator of Community and yeah. Rick and Morty. Yeah. Um, he, he was on a podcast that I enjoy called Good Ones. So you guys should check it out. Cole, you got a look on your face. You okay? Turkish delight. Turkish delight. Those are what they are. Thank you, <laughs> shitty thought... Jamie with the win. <laughs> I thought it was tater tots. A Turkish delight. <laughs> good job, man. Thank you. God, he's really he's he's doing it. He's worth good all the jo- money. Good job. He's worth all the money. <laughs> all the money. Wait, I'm getting paid. Yeah, in <laughs> Miller High Life. Uh, yeah. Um, shut up. So Dan Dan Harmon was talking about in the height of his community mm-hmm. run, he was asked to write the before Slinky got, movie. Before he got, oh, the Slinky movie? Yeah. yeah. And he was like, no, I'm not going to do that. And then in retrospect, he looked at it. He's like, well, the, the, the task at hand is to write the Slinky movie, but make it good. You know, that's the thing where, yeah. and that's when, when he said that, and I thought about it when I was watching the movie, I'm like, these writers did a good job of like, Having fun with this world, right? You could tell a very bland, boring story of Barbie and still make money. Oh yeah. So the fa- I don't know if it would it wouldn't make the money that it made. I think well because of what Cole's saying with the Black Panther of it all is that the hype became so much, and this is what I worry about with the average audience member is I don't know if that subtext or you know lessons learned were truly absorbed or if they were just laughing at you know. Ryan Gosling in a white fur coat, you know, doing a dance. Oh no, that was just good though, because a, it was good. But they they did a good job of writing the movie. I will yeah, say no, it was it was 
I I like once again. I like the idea that they made such a goofy movie. It's such a it's such a silly, right. weird movie that's unlike I, not something I would have settled on. Clear. I mean, at all. Like just in my wildest imagination. Yeah. Uh, which is fantastic. Can we, hey, can we pull up who wrote the Barbie movie? Who like what was a collection of? I think Greta and her Greta husband and, Noah and, did. And Margot, I think, also had a hand in it as well. Did she write the part about how she's not the right actress to have play Barbie when they're talking about the imperfections of Barbie? I don't remember this. That was a little heavy-handed, but again, kids today they love that oh, meta. Yeah, they love yeah, that. Okay, me- they that love part. breaking that fourth wall. Yeah. Yeah. Soon every movie is just going to be a bunch of jump cuts. Yeah, it's, it was her and Noah. Okay. Okay. Was it, did Margot Robbie get a no. story credit? Well, that's good. Yeah. Maybe that's good. Credit. Hey, I mean, again. I love Noah, too. If Nathan's son or your... Or... Noah Bomback. Oh, gotcha. Okay. God, remember Marriage Story? So fucking good. I remember people saying it's really good, and then we watched <laughs> it. And I, hey... Again, it's a, it's a hard movie to watch, but it's. I good. love people just watching people go through a brutal fucking divorce where everybody's a piece of shit and yeah. it makes you feel bad. As a child from a broken home, I you know yeah, but I that was, hits different for you. It was fine. You get you, you get numb to it. You get numb so to that. They didn't fight the way that my oh, parents. Fought. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. What do you mean? Hold on. There were some good ones. Your no. parents during their divorce fought more and physically, like I no, no, want no, to push no, you no. around. No, or? No, no, no. It wasn't a Matchbox Twenty song. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. No, they they hid. My parents hid their fighting until after the divorce. Like once they got separated, that's when all the shit hit the fan. That like, was where it was like, oh, oh, by the way, your it, mom. I've been sheltered from all this shit that has been happening, probably behind closed doors, you mm. know. And then once they got divorced, it was like, and the gloves are off now, wow. you know. So that no, nothing physical. Uh, okay. On my my dad's and I'm now the piece of shit that my biological mom married. That's when it got physical. Oh, but right, right. We don't need to talk about we don't Matchbox need to go, 20 anymore. We don't need to go through your childhood trauma. Ironically, my biological mom bought me Matchbox 20's <laughs> uh, debut album. Honestly, that's not, it's not a lie. Bobby, you need to listen to this. It's a really good album, though, too. <laughs> You'll like this. <laughs> also. As I listen to Push while domestic abuse is happening <laughs> and upstairs. Domestic abuse is not an upstairs activity. <laughs> well, let me just... Turn up, push, turn up, push. Turn up, push. I don't so know I if this is helping anything or not. Not uh, listen to the sounds of domestic abuse inside my house. Oh, my God. Bobby really got into Ike and Tina Turner towards the... Uh... <laughs> Jesus. God. Yeah. I will just, you know, if Tina could just learn how to zip it every once in a while. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, sure. You guys can shit on my childhood, but I can't make one joke about <laughs> two dead people. Speaking of which, uh, we'll just do a quick cheers to Toby Keith. Uh, oh. Rest in peace. Friend of the show. Carl Weathers as well. And Carl Weathers as well. Yeah, I'm waiting for the third we shoe We got to wait drop. for the third shoe to drop. Anyone you want to take a guess? I, I haven't checked lately. Uh, I'm sure it's happened already. I don't know. I feel like I haven't, I haven't really been on my phone today. So gotcha. you check on Dick Cheney real quick. God, if it could be. Di- I think we can all agree if Dick Cheney could just. That should be just fine. No, it's got to be. I'd actually hate for that because then he'd be lumped together with Carl Weathers and <laughs> Toby, <laughs> Toby Keith. Keith. And, well, no, I think the Toby Keith and is that the calorie balance and and uh, Dick Cheney. Those that's a match. 
just the nine eleven of it all. <laughs> it's just a chapter. It's just we can close the book on nine yeah. eleven now. The war is officially and Toby Keith have died. Yeah. Uh, wow. We can now say that America's finally healed. George Bush has another mission accomplished. As long speech. as it's not Alan Jackson. Well, no, he'll write a song about. Yeah. He's probably yeah. going to write a song about Toby Keith dying. Yeah. That's what that guy, that guy does. My red solo cup is dry. Ugh, <laughs> something oh. garbage like that. If I knew more Toby Keith song titles, I'd, I'd get all uh. punny with it. But um, Ooh, I don't oh, like this oh now. Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh no. what? Everything yeah. everything Alan Jackson has said about his health battle. Uh. Alan Jackson's health battle. Yep. Uh. Don't like that. Well, no, I don't care about that. Now Alan Jackson. I don't die. wish death upon I, people except Dick Cheney. Um, oh, Dick Cheney. Yeah, I don't think I love how in the the like extreme political world we live in, yeah. we somehow forget Forgot the giant to... piece of shit who <laughs> shoots people, got a heart transplant, is just been a. They made a whole fucking movie about how he's yeah. a piece of shit. Yeah, and they're still just like, but yeah. his daughter, she's a Republican, but she kind of wants to be a Democrat. She's not real. I think she's an independent now. I don't know. We're going to forget the times when Dick Cheney, like, I don't know, uh, just completely abandoned her and didn't want to have anything oh, yeah. to fucking do with her until she wanted to run for fucking and be in politics. I don't know if she is she a congresswoman. I can't remember if she was a senator or a representative. I don't recall. Yeah, really. Politicians are all pieces of shit. I think and, she was uh, a senator. Yeah, I sure. think. Sure. I think. From the great state of Wyoming. So then I watched. Question mark? I believe so. According to the movie. After he, like, killed a guy. Drunk driving or something. <sighs> then I watched Killers of the Flower Moon. Okay, yeah. All right. Okay. I haven't watched it. Hey. So no spoilers. No spoilers. Uh, I will say for a three and a half hour movie, didn't feel like a three and a half hour movie. breezed right along? Didn't feel like it. And, Good. Uh, interesting story of a Native American uh, tribal family that- uh, It's a fucked up that, story. Yeah, that like got money. That, that whole history thing. That, I mean, that shit was fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, and um, no real the the same tropes that you would imagine are playing out. Um, they don't go heavy handed in any direction. Obviously, like what I think the thing is is of course anyone that has money, people are always going to be trying to get that money from them, right. regardless of race, gender, sex, creed, or whatever. See, I think it might. I, I'm going to say but, it's, it's probably worse. <laughs> If if you are like a minority or like a, sure, you know, and, that, and, and they that do, someone they wants do to play like, that out. Somebody wants to because I would, I think it's going to be fairly easy for me to steal that money and get away with it because yes. no one's going to no one gives a shit about you, and you're not uh, you're not primed to see it coming. Yeah, you know because there is a bit of a hint of like they know it's coming yet they still let it happen. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, deaths that are unexplained or yeah. you right. know not solved right. so there's that very good movie uh but then it goes to bill maher and martin uh short having a conversation on bill maher's podcast which oh in retrospect proved a really good point okay is that leonardo DiCaprio's is way too fucking old to be playing this role he's he's playing like a lieutenant that just got out of world war one you know oh uh, yeah and it, in it, watching the movie, you're, it, they kind of they talk about it like right at the beginning, okay. and then you kind of just move on with the movie. Sure, but then if you really think about it, and I just saw it in a little clip that he had that he had, was like, you know, you're right. He looks way too old for what they're trying to accomplish because he's kind of his actions describe like would suggest that he's kind of young, dumb, and naive. 
Oh, you well, know, takes all kinds of those crazy uh, mix up. And war ages you, you know. Yeah. In war ages you, yes, yes. Yeah. But in Asians you, I think that's Asians what you're trying you. to say. Yeah, Asians me. Ages you. No, I think I said I think that. <laughs> Not to inter- you get a real taste for soy sauce. <laughs> Not to interrupt, but this is kind of funny. The third most famous person that's died this year is the second lead and designated survivor. <laughs> Who's that? Adam Cato. I don't you give would... a damn. No one knows who he is. But I have damn. no idea. <laughs> I mean, and just as I soon as not, he grasped the star and was just riding off with Turkish delights, I did not. He comes back. I did not finish this. Designated Survivor. The you started season. it? Yeah, like I watched. Uh, uh, I think I watched maybe half the first season, and then it's like, oh fuck, this is like a broadcast television show. So there's 38 fucking episodes each season. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pass. But sorry to interrupt you. I want, I want. We can go back to I your might, conversation. No, no. I mean, it, Killers of the Flower Moon. Uh, good. Didn't feel like three and a half hours. Um, and and that was that was fine. I'm probably going to regret this. But yeah. what is Designated Survivor? Oh, it's a Kiefer Sutherland. It was started as an ABC program, okay. and now it, and then it went to Pro- Netflix. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's about uh, get this Kiefer Sutherland. He is the uh, housing and urban development this secretary. Isn't, this isn't Jack Bauer. No, it's not Jack Bauer. And he is the designated survivor for the State of the Union address. Okay. So he's not at the Capitol. Oh, okay. And then the Capitol gets the get this, blowed up. And Ew, gross. Like he's the twentieth in line for the president. And okay. so he becomes president. And, what, a, what a comeuppance. And it's him trying to navigate A, this horrible terrorist attack. Oh, that's where the Jack Bauer comes in. And then but also A and then learning how to be president and trying to <laughs> uncover the conspiracy. So it was his chief aide that died. The actor that played this. I game. have no, I, like, it's been years <laughs> since I fucking watched filibuster. Fucking show. <laughs> do you? Uh, I mean, do you ever really learn how to be president? You know. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I've never been. I, I'm willing to try. You're willing okay? to try, and this is where we really want to get the vote out. Nathan is going to run for president <laughs> yeah. in a couple months. Like you're going to uh, start it. No, and... yeah, yeah, it's like I. I'm not going for any party's nomination. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm not worried about delegates. Sure, dude. I have been looking into getting my name on the ballot for November in a lot of places. Hawaii's been a real hang-up. Those guys, they... Thanks, Obama. They've really locked down their ballot. It's it's a lot harder to get those signatures. Anyhow, mm-hmm. uh, just, you know, just... Is, if there you a, is there a Hawaiian mafia? I'm sure there is organized crime in Hawaii... Whether or not Magnum P.I. dove enough into that, I don't recall. Because I think that would be... There's there's probably uh, grounds for a TV show there or something. Mafia? Yeah, it's called Magnum P.I. Uh, well, you just said it yourself. He didn't dig into it. This is this is fair game. I said I think. I, I mean, it's... I watched I a lot I haven't watched of, the new rebooted series. I watched a lot of Magnum P.I. in college. It had a good time slot for me. I'm proud of you. And also, like, when I went to college... Like they just started the season again, like so it was like September. I'm like, oh, awesome! Wait, you mean they weren't making new? Mag- no, no, like- but they like they just they started from the beginning again. They like oh, made the full loop the around uh, on their uh, syndication. Gotcha. So it was okay. just like, oh, oh, fuck! I'm sitting down 
flipping through the channels and mm-hmm. it's the first episode of Magnum PI. Yeah. Fuck yeah, I'm sitting here watching it. And then it's like, hey, it's the next day. Hey, Magnum PI is on. Yeah, let's just keep watching Magnum PI. Okay. According to the FBI, the mafia criminal activities in Hawaii have had a significant effect on local economy. See? Including racketeering and. It's a fucking island, man. Drug like, trafficking, prostitution, loan sharking, money kay. laundering. Yeah, I'm not saying that. If Hawaii... it wasn't for us, Cakey's, we could probably go and do that show. What? Cakey's. You got to K- watch that South Park episode. K- you learn a lot about Hawaii. Oh, no, no. You want to be you want to be a native. You don't want to be a damn yeah. Howley. Oh no, it's Howley. Howleys are. <sighs> I feel like that's made up. Howleys are tourists. How do you say how do you say uh, tourists in Hawaiian? It's I think it's Howley. Yeah. Nope. You stupid Howleys, and then he hits a golf ball and sinks his ship. It's really funny. Uh. Anyway. Sh- you're going back to describing South Park episode, the same South Park episode, mind you. It's, it's callback. <laughs> it's, is it though? You're gonna have to say this for me. Okay. Uh, Mali, uh, Mali, Malihini, Malihini. Even yeah. when it's spelled out phonetically, Cole's <laughs> not willing to roll the dice. I'm not even gonna try. <laughs> I'm just gonna go ahead and pass this one on. Yep. With that flat of a bill, I think that's a smart choice. <laughs> a smart choice. Okay. Okay. And then, real <laughs> quick, okay, it's yeah. someone who wears socks. <laughs> and shoes instead of rubbish slippers and eats rice with a fork, not chopsticks. That's, that's, okay. that's yep. pretty good. That's pretty good. Is that the Urban Dictionary version or what? That's just what it says in <laughs> Google search. Yeah, there is like a source, though. Like, Okay. He just threw a ketchup packet at me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's that's really good. Okay. Okay. And then the last one, and you guys could talk about movies if had you watched them. No, okay. No. I'm, I'm giving my debriefing. Okay. Because it's fresh in my mind. Okay. So Barbie. Good for you, Bobby. You did a great job. Thank you. That's all I'm looking for. All right. And you see, that was pretty quick too. Good job, Bobby, hitting the button really quick. You did a really good job. All right. Okay. Do you feel affirmed yet? No, I don't need your affirmation. Well, yet you constantly seek it. And that's the pro- that's the problem. Yeah. So then I watched the holdovers. Oh with yeah, Paul but, yeah, yeah. The, what's his name? Paul Thomas Anderson, right? It's uh, not Paul Thomas Anderson. No, who is it? It's uh, not Wes Anderson. It's um, not Philip K. Dick. Uh, who is it? Who did? He's working on it. Hold on. He's working on it. Who directed or wrote that fucking movie? Alexander Payne. Alexander Payne. Who wrote it? Did uh, David Hemmingson. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. No. Alexander Payne. He's in the same. He's kind of in that same cloth. He did The Descendants and mm-hmm. Sideways and one more. I can't remember. Anyway. Yeah. And this is where it's going to tie us back to what we started this conversation with. Nebraska election. Oh, Ooh. fucking Nebraska. Nebraska's a movie I have to watch. God, it's been... oh, that's a good fucking movie. <laughs> Another movie, though, I have to sit down and pay. I can't have it on. I want to watch right, you that watch fucking it. movie. You want to watch you know? it. But um, fine movie. Really appreciate the small cast, small story. Yeah. You know, or, you know, story in a enclosed setting. Yeah. A lot of, you know... Something that I think is lost with bigger movies where, you know, in to be honest, a large part of like the Marvel movies that make them the ones that are good that led into that really successful run of Marvel Universe movies that they did 
was the connection in the giant story. Like I think we talked about on the podcast yeah. before. Whether it was it's, groundbreaking. Yeah, whether it's retroactively they start connecting dots or if it's a master plan, either way, it was executed for a time very well. Yeah. And the one thing, though, I think that gets lost, though, with movies is just the simple story, you know, just kind yeah, of... Yeah, nice little standalone story. Right. And so that's what it was. It wasn't anything earth-shattering, groundbreaking, or yeah. anything like that. It didn't, like, I wasn't like, wow, holy crap. But I appreciated that it was maybe the... the Nine, 75% of the movie is three, four people. That's good. Yeah. And I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. And I think going back to our conversations about movies being made that are not massive blockbusters, right. you know, those are the ones you're looking at. Those are the, I mean, I'm, I don't know the budget of the movie. Maybe we can find that out, but it's, I'm guessing just because it's a period piece, it's going to be a little bit more. I'm going to go ahead and say maybe 70. $3 million. And I'll take the way under and go $16 million because... Have never watched it. Yeah. I, but yeah. also, I feel like Paul Giamatti's got to get paid, right? Well... Right? I don't know. Coley Gibbs? That's what Billions is for. Well, it grows 35. Ugh. That puts me in the negative. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> a write-off. It's a write-off. It's a write-off. Come on. I mean, it's fine. We can figure out all this. Anyway, would I recommend it? Um... Only to keep those kind of movies alive. Sure. You know? And I think that's what... It's not going to be your go-to Christmas movie? No, it will not be my go-to Christmas movie, but it also, you know, it wasn't it wasn't bad. Yeah. So, now, this leads me to Past Lives, which I'm dreading watching because oh, I watched... Oh, you haven't got there yet. No, I haven't watched it yet, but I did watch the trailer, and the the girl in it is in The Morning Show. And... Okay. The morning show, uh, the Apple TV. It's an show. Apple TV program that I've never watched ever, and I have no desire to whatsoever. And okay. that's fine. And that's fine. It's like you at Designated Survivor. Sure. <laughs> Although you know, Kiefer Sutherland, uh, you know, I, he's got a special place in my Kiefer, heart. Kiefer Sutherland, uh, surrounded by a conspiracy, you know, ins and outs of high echelon of government. Yeah. To me, that's what Twenty Four is, though. That's yeah. why. Um, but this this woman who plays uh, the love interest plays a character in the morning show mm-hmm. and this may be her you know it might be because she's such a good actress i hate her <laughs> i fucking hate her she plays a shitty character on the on the morning show yeah. and it's like it's annoying on all levels Oof. and so to it's like how uh joffrey in game of thrones was so good it's like you kind of fuck yourself yeah you know it's not to that level but personally yeah. for me i'm like you fucking oh i hate this woman you know, and it might she might be a lovely person. That's just a really I mean, she's good a actress. Really nice person. Yeah, um, not Ryan Gosling nice, but <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. And she might not have everything. You know, maybe she really is just a shitty person. You know, but that's okay. So that's why I'm kind of dreading that because I don't really like this actress from the one role I've seen her in. And so to imagine her trying to find happiness is something I don't know if I want to wait an hour and a half. What, to what is what is the what is it called? Past lives. What's the, what, is, what is the plot of said film? I, uh, if I can surmise from the 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 trailer, it's uh, these these uh, two people who have kind of intertwined throughout their entire lives and kind of lived different lives, but also have uh, like ships in the night, kind of falling in love, like sliding doors. Sure, I I don't. Starting it might be. Yes. Yeah, might be. Might be a is little, it is it just sliding? Doors? Might be a little sliding doors. I haven't watched it yet, but yeah. Have you watched Sliding Doors? I've watched the Bob's Burgers uh, parody they did, and I felt that was close enough. 
Oh, come on. It's called Sliding Bobs. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Watch Sliding Doors. It's really good early Gwyneth Paltrow. I don't say a lot of nice things about uh, Ryan Gosling, but I would rather watch every Ryan Gosling movie <laughs> on repeat for the remainder of my life than watch was... Gwyneth Paltrow do anything on screen. Oh, even like Talk about seven? a person who has everything. Well, her head in the box does. Spoilers, sorry. <laughs> her head oh, ends God. up in a box, but it's still not a reason to... Uh, not watch that movie. God, I love that Onion video so much. I've said it before. I'm going to say it again. There's a fantastic Onion video where it's like people excited. The new trailer for Iron Man 3 came out. <laughs> and it's, they're interviewing people in the movie. They're like, I, I, I really hope like like this is the one where Gwyneth Paltrow just gets beat up just <laughs> just absolutely just gets like the shit beat out of her like i can imagine like tony stark be like oh i don't think so pepper Potts," and then just like with his like <laughs> iron man glove just hitting her in the face multiple times until she yeah. dies it's just like that over and over again it's like that's good I'm like i don't understand this when that came out i'm like ah i don't understand why they love push by matchbox 20 yeah, it's like, oh, yeah. oh God. big push fans over here. God, I love well, and every time I saw Gwyneth Paltrow in Iron Man, I said, "Why is this not Amanda Peet? This should be Amanda Peet." That's she, why Amanda Peet can't pull off being a redhead. Amanda Peet can absolutely pull off being a redhead. Absolutely. And this, no. What are you I talking? I know you're speaking from a voice you of authority. Are, you are out of your goddamn <laughs> mind. What are you talking about, R. Amanda Peet? Is un, in no way would she be this able to be a redhead? This is the work of a lunatic. You're, you are so far off base. <laughs> this God. is what really sets you off here. She's got a lovely, uh, you know, uh, olive toned skin. That ain't happening. You know, that's not that's not a redhead. Jeez, get out of here. <laughs> sorry, man. It's like I used it's, the G word with a hard R. Listen, man. I'm sorry. It's so far out of bounds. You don't even. It's out. Uh, out of the pale or <sighs> beyond the pale? Beyond the pale. Beyond the pale. Sure. Yeah. Out of the pale. Out of the pale. But it's pale, P A I L. I mean, it's way. it's out of the pale, it's in the pale, but then it bounces out, it's beyond it, it's a little before it. Yeah. You can kick it. You can kick that pale. Uh, okay. So, All right. So uh, that's that's my report. Okay. You know, Rachel McAdams was I would love if Rachel first choice. Uh, Jessica Beale, uh, Natalie Portman, Jessica Alba, Angelina Jolie were considered. Hmm. Yeah, no. Rachel McAdams is the one. Rachel McAdams would be would have been great. Absolutely. Uh, Emily Blunt was originally cast for the Black Widow. Okay, all right. Hey, listen. After watching Edge of Tomorrow, I get it. You know. Yeah, I mean, I feel ScarJo does a, a fine. She's it's it's, it's acceptable. Fine. It's fine. It's fine. Apparently, there was a Nick Cage project and for the original Iron Man in '96 that he was attached to that got. Campbell. Is this before or after the his Batman. Superman? Or Superman, yeah. His Superman. I think after. I think that was like 94. Oh, man. Man. Was Tim Burton also connected to the Iron Man? <laughs> oh, that would have been bad. 1996. I, I don't know. A 1996 Nicolas Cage Iron Man. That could have a special place. I know. That was, that, that's before... Uh, if, if that, Nicolas that's, Cage that's had bef- Propecia in 1996. The that's before The Rock. Sam Rockwell was considered. For Iron Man? Yeah. Yeah. I, wa- I just watched a video of like GQ like actors going through their career. Yeah. Like certain roles. And I just watched one of Sam Rockwell. And it was, yeah. that was really good. And he He's was, called like, The Rock Man on this podcast. We've I, talked about it before. But I love Sam Rockwell. We all love Sam Rockwell. He's. They didn't mention. Uh, they... He deserves one of these. Hold on one second. Let me get oh. to it. Yeah. <laughs> 
Wait for it. There we go. So Sam Rockwell. Yeah. Sam Rockwell. Thank you. We uh, like Sam Rockwell. No, I love Sam Rockwell. Uh, they didn't, they didn't, didn't mention uh, Matchstick Man, which was kind of sad because I really like that movie. I like a good con, con artist movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he's got a great fucking career. I love him so fucking much. He's so good. That's a really interesting story you just told. I know. So anyways, yeah, <laughs> just going through his whole career. Anyway, they talked about how... He talked about how his, uh, as Justin Hammer in Iron Man 2. Yes. It was like him. I'm trying to remember who was helping co-write Iron Man 2 with John Favreau. Uh, it was uh, fucking uh, Dan- Daniel Lewis. Not Daniel Lewis. It's uh, fucking Jason, Justin Thoreau. Oh. He, like, he Mr. Was, Jennifer Aniston? Mr. Jennifer Aniston was helping. They're not him. together anymore, right? She's just a difficult uh, they, I think they had a conscious uncoupling as well. Nice. Uh, so, I, and again, that, that gives a feather in the cap to Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. I like that she can't be tied down. She must be difficult. Anyway. Mm. Anyhow. Uh, and so he's like, hey, Sam Rockwell told Justin Thoreau, hey, write me in this fucking movie. I like. I want to be in this movie. Yeah. Please make it fucking happen. He did write it, actually. Justin Thoreau did. Yeah. And that, that's fucking weird. The entirety of it. Uh, I mean, Stanley and Don Heck are the other two. I'm assuming those are comic book. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah those are credit for nice. the characters. How much yeah. else has he written? He's written quite a bit. Quite a bit. I, did he write Zoolander with? Uh... Yes. No shit. Yeah. Really. Yeah. <laughs> Just an odd fucking. He, he like, plays the DJ. He's like had a weird. He's got a weird fucking career. That is interesting. Yeah, I had no idea. But um, uh, in the leftovers, yeah. Uh, he did not. He actually wrote Zoolander two, which sucked. But he oh. did have. He did write Tropic Thunder. That's what I was thinking That's of. What was. Okay. Yeah. What else is on his uh, old? What is he known for? What's his writing known for? That's about it. That's about it. <laughs> Iron Man two, Tropic Thunder, Rock of Ages, Rock of Ages, and Zoolander two. Yeah. Whew. That's it only takes a couple stinkers. Heavy hitter. Well, and going back to Little Miss Sunshine, that was I, so I was like, who wrote this movie? Yeah. And looked it up. And this dude, uh, he was Matthew Broderick's assistant. <laughs> oh. And left that job, that cush okay. position of being Matthew, Matthew Broderick's assistant. Personal assistant. To write Little Miss Sunshine. Good on him. And then he wrote it. And then, of course, it was like out the gate. You know, yeah. just Jason Isbell and Killers of the Flower Moon, first movie, gonna just yeah. nail it. Nailed it. You know? And um, and then he went off to just do constant, like, blockbusters. I think he went, like, immediately to comic book movies. Like, oh, we yeah. can pull it up here, but, like, it, it's, it fascinates me to where, because, I mean, you hit a Grand Slam the first time, you know, Academy right. Award winning movie. Really good. And very good. And then it's like, yeah, you just write checks, and then you're just like, well, I'm gonna go to where the money is. Like, here we go. Okay, Cole. First off, what's the dude's name? Uh, Michael Arndt. Arndt. Okay, I feel like I've just read that uh, somewhere. Force Awakens. Yeah. Hunger Games movies. He went. It's Toy Story three. Toy oh, Toy Story three is fucking great. I'm not. I'm not saying these like. It's like, the appropriate ending of the Toy Story. Uh, cinematic universe. Yeah, I'm not judging. I'm just Oblivion. saying he went from Oblivion's fine. He went from Little Miss Sunshine to like these just massive movies because he hit a grand slam the first time he stepped Doors up to the plate. Open. You know, I'm not judging. God, I love Toy Story three. Yeah, and so angry that they continue to make Toy Story movies mm-hmm. after that. Well, listen, I, I've, I don't know if I've ever said this before. 
I just want before like imminent death happens upon me, I just want someone to hold my hand, say that they love me, and then I'll accept death in that moment. And that's what happened at the end of Toy Story Three. It's dark. It's dark. <laughs> I, I, I like. I love it. They're just all going into the fucking oblivion, holding hands, and like that's. And they all love each other. They're they're ready to accept death in their moment. Right. And then Deus Ex Machina happens, and uh, it's it's fine. But I think that's the most honest Nathan's ever been with us, Cole. I was definitely like. I think I might have saw it in theaters actually. Uh, randomly. Did you cry? I was just like, what I'm, I'm am I watching right I now? Lo- like, like, I this like, is fucking awesome. Yeah. I love this. This oh, is fucking Oh my great. god. And then I think I cried, yeah. And then they uh and then they, you know, it's saved okay, our, there's a happy ending. That's great. We're all good. Hmm. And then they had to make a fucking Toy Story 4, which I refused to watch. Okay. In Toy Story 5, refused to watch. I'm not gonna do it. Okay. We know where you stand. I, I, and it's a firm stance and it's a hard stance. And I'm gonna stand by it. Unlike my stance of Ryan Gosling, I respect your stance. Well, okay. your stance is dumb. Okay. <laughs> all right. Sure. Throw some barbs some more. All right. I'm just letting you know. God, you don't have to be a dick about it. Except, we all get opinions. Okay. Except the, but what? Where? It's coming from what? Why? Why do you dislike? Jealousy. It's jealousy. Of course it's so jealousy. That, so that's something you need to work on. Well, I wish my parents would have sold me to Disney when I was five. No, you don't. I would have had a great life. You would be dead. I was in Florida at the time. Yeah, like, I could have been easily sold. You'd be Corey Heim all over again. You'd be Corey Heim. You say that now, Cole. You'd you get Corey Heim. Now, so I know hard. I would be. I definitely, well, exactly, yeah. Exactly, yeah. yeah. It's not, you know, I think you're, you're I'd be dead. wishful thinking. I'd there. be dead for sure. Yeah. I'm not. the only one that watched the goddamn movies I was supposed to, so at least there's some follow through on my end. You oh, know? Yeah, I'm sure you would have followed through with drugs if you would have been if Disney. That's what the role called for. <laughs> yes, absolutely. No, 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 I just wanted to be sold into Disney slavery. <laughs> you know, you'd, you'd be Britney Spears dancing with <laughs> knives as we yes. speak. Yeah, and Britney and I would have a lovely life together. We'd live in Malibu, and we would just Aww. get we would. We would just drive around and wait for paparazzi. I feel like you're so close to uh, <laughs> Kevin Federline then. Thank you. Then. <laughs> like, yeah, I could so I could very much after you. I'm no one's backup then, dancer, by the way. Well, okay. no, that was just a start, and then he made Popo's out, and that was a banger. No, I, I don't know what. Oh, Popo's you out. Know Popo's you're, out. Not po- you're not familiar with Popo's out. Yeah, <laughs> it kind of sounds like this. But it's uh, it's popozao. Let me see that popozao. It's, it's not, not good. good, but it's ridiculous. Oh my god, it's so juicy! There's a fantastic interview of like him at a soundboard, like yeah. explaining like his music, like while he was yeah. still married to Britney Spears at the time. Yeah. And hey, like, by the way, this all feels like a veiled insult to me because of how you've set this up. By oh, the way, oh no, so no, fuck no, off. No, and, oh, you know. Oh, that was kind of a joke. That okay. was kind of a joke. Just clarify yeah. before you start doing yeah. this. No, but him yeah. just like listening to Popo Zao, just like, oh, yeah. Oh, that's oh, good. God, oh. I just remember the best thing about him, though. Oh, what's that? The do-rag? And you guys won't have an appreciation, but she married the, the Keenan's love interest in Good Burger. That was her Who first did? baby mama. You, you got to set this up, buddy. Who did? <laughs> Kevin Federline married. Okay. Okay. Yes. The chick Context. from Good Burger. Okay. There we go. So good, sure, dude. <laughs> yeah, Popo's out. It, they well, like it's even in that Frank and Beans, uh, Weezer video that like documented a glorious moment of like YouTube in nineteen, I mean two thousand seven. Popo's a Popo's out. Pop, the, there's a clip of Popo like of okay. Kevin Federline at the board listening to Popo's out. Yeah, is in like the music video. It's okay. him going, oh yeah, that's good. It's like it's like 
Very good. I love the shit out of that. I wouldn't be fucking Kevin Federline. Okay, don't take <laughs> that, that was, back. Take it back. I, it was take a it joke. Back. I don't. I don't think you're. It would actually okay. be Kevin Federline. Are you shaking with rage right now? I, I don't think I've ever been more <laughs> mad at you before in my life. <laughs> Brittany and I would have a lovely life together. Yeah. I would have yeah. shaved my head in solidarity and said, oh. you know, hey, that's hey. my wife you're talking about. <laughs> that's that's my okay. wife. That's a, Mouseketeers forever. <laughs> <laughs> You're just punching Justin Timberlake in the fucking nose, and that's part of the yeah. It's part of it too. That's part of it just too. Like, you you don't talk to Britain like that. You don't treat her that way. You I'll get, show you get out of here. You get out of here. Justin Timberlake is no sassy sheriff. I'll tell you that. Oh no, but again, I don't like giving him compliments. But I like Ryan Gosling a lot more than I like Justin Timberlake. But this is kind of a hierarchy of of mass hate for not being sold into busy sure. slavery. So. <laughs> There was a movie with Benicio del Toro and Justin Timberlake not too long ago on Netflix called Reptile. Yeah, it was okay. Someone with horrible taste told me it was good, so I said nope. Uh, it was fine. You know, it really wanted to be Gone Girl. Sure, <laughs> like that's really what it what it wanted. To Which be. is another movie tying back to Ben Affleck. Uh, Gone Girl, I think, has been uh, there's been enough times since I've watched it at least where I could feel brand new again. Yeah, it, it's great. It's a very great, it's a good, very movie. good movie. Well, Rose McGowan. McGowan? Is that her? is that right? No. no. That's the girl from Charmed. Al Gibbs would appreciate that. Uh, uh, no, Roseman Pike. Roseman Pike. I got Rose there. So, sorry. <laughs> sorry. That could have been the second act of Rose McGowan's career with uh, come back. No, she could have she's... had a real uh, what's-her-face from... Who's the girl in Stranger Things? I can't remember. Doogie Howser? Super hot girl. That Winona Ryder. Winona, Winona Ryder. Ryder. Don't mind if I do. Um, get it? And this is why people can't take you seriously when it comes to women's rights. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I hate it when that happens. <laughs> you, you, got yeah, me, well. you got me there. Did I? Uh, yeah, that was, yeah. That, was, that was an appropriate use of the soundboard. <laughs> oh. I just, you know, it's either, you know, we just got to be consistent. Yeah, you know, that's right. what I want. And that's, what, that's what you want. Winona Ryder did a, a, a fantastic job in, in Stranger Things. Yeah, she was you know. a fantastic, like, when, frantic parent. Yeah. yeah. I get it. Which goes into... Hey, I enjoyed Stranger Things quite a bit. It's, I think as as a culture, we, we all agree that Stranger Things is good. Yeah. We brought back some shitty song from 1986 and made it a hit again. <sighs> yeah. All because of the strength of that show. It's pretty... It's a good feather in the cap. I, I know that you don't like running up that hill. Uh, but I did learn to like. I'm like, oh, yeah. This is it's called Stockholm syndrome. And, well, it's not that, but also like the like the mix, like the original mix wasn't nearly like when they put it in Stranger Thing. They like up the bass. They like yeah. they tweak the mix quite a bit to yeah. make it a little bit more contemporary. And it was just like, oh, that's that's a lot better. <laughs> I mean, just a little bit more oomph behind it. But it's I like I enjoyed it quite a bit. Okay. But it's fine. Yeah. If you don't like it, that's fine. I'll fight you on Ryan Gosling because that man's a treasure. He's a treasure. Yeah. He's a treasure. Yeah. Have you watched Drive? Also, uh, living through, not to get back uh, on the Ryan guys, I'll make this final point about Ryan final Gosling. Final point we'll about Ryan Gosling being we'll a piece of shit. We'll move on from the Gosling. I'm not saying he's a piece of shit. It's just I don't like it him. He just doesn't deserve happiness. I don't. I don't have to give him my approval. Okay? I can withhold that. That's the one little thing I have. Over Ryan Gosling. So you want to lie to yourself? I, out of spite. I will do that to the day I die. It's wow. called life. 
What else you got in there? Um, <laughs> it's a treasure trove. Don't worry. Um, uh, the notebook. We had to live through the notebook. And uh, Cole, mm. you might have been you might have been too young, and you already had like six kids by then. Uh, no, um, that was two thousand four. So I reviewed never it. Never watched the Notebook. Yeah. Nathan's so movie being reviews. in the dating scene for the Notebook, I've had to watch the first half of that fucking movie so many times to placate women I was dating. And Why did you never finish the movie, Bob? Exactly. And that's probably because of Ryan Gosling. So you should like. So there's a lot of jealousy. Um, that should be. So you should, should be thanking him. You should be get, like giving him an assist. Like this is. He's like the, the ultimate John <laughs> yeah. Stockton in your love life. <laughs> right. Like, Does that make me Carl Malone? Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, yeah. You're, put, you're putting the hammer down. Yeah. You're delivering the mail. Okay. Thank you. Thank why? You. Like. All right. Why would you shit on him? Like. Well, because you had to watch that fucking movie all the time. But you didn't have to, but oh. it set the scene correctly. And you never had to finish it. So yeah. there you go. So well, wh- why would you? <laughs> Look, you're not making, you're, you're making a valid point. Okay. Okay. But I'm telling you, it's a little, it's a little bit of Eagle syndrome for me, basically. Yeah, like when it's, when the, when the people, <laughs> when the people got inundated with the Eagles on the radio, you okay. know, it's, it's, it got too much for them. Just too much Ryan Gosling. It was too much Ryan Gosling in a very short amount of time. And I, you know, didn't want to watch that fucking movie over and over again. And I love Rachel McAdams. I like, do love she, Rachel McAdams. She's, when you look back at Mean Girls, it's, she's the only one that took oh, flight. I cannot believe. Oh. She even, you know. Amanda uh, Siegfried has had a good career. Oh, yeah. She's made it work. Yeah, Lindsay Lohan's in a good spot. No, it's... <sighs> this, Amanda, Tina Fey's really killed her. Amanda that's Siegfried has gone beyond, as compared to the other one. Look, it, I don't think it's a bombastic statement to say that Rachel McAdams is the most successful person to come out of the Mean Girls movie. Have you seen Mamma Mia? Oh, yeah. Saw the musical in Vegas. Oh, lucky. I get dragged to musicals. You know, for someone who <laughs> hates musicals as much as I do, I've like I really wish I could just transport to somebody else's body who wants to be at this musical oh. that I'm at. And I love ABBA, so there was a little bit of, yeah. okay, I don't mind this because I do like ABBA's music. Sure. So, but, I don't care for jukebox musicals, so it's not necessarily for me. I don't care for musicals, but yet here I am drugged to so fucking many all the goddamn time. Because you love your wife. It, you watched the first half of the Notebook. This is for this, love. I did you not see. Watch no, 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 for love. Stop. No, stop. Because stop. <clears throat> I did not see Mamma Mia in Vegas with my wife. Okay, this was from childhood. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're sorry. Sorry. <laughs> you got dragged. I was. I've been being dragged to fucking musicals since I was like 14 years old. Okay. We went to Beauty and the Beast in Chicago for no fucking reason other than the fact that my parents wanted to take us to a musical in Chicago. I'm like, no one, like, my sister liked Beauty and the Beast, but we weren't like, you know what I love? Musicals. Let's go do this. And just got. And that's not a good one. Well, I mean, the special effects were pretty good, actually. No, the stage all of effects. the Disney musicals are garbage. Have you seen the stage effects of the Beauty and the yeah, Beast movie when I, he turns into the, it's the prince? A, a magical thing. Yeah, it was okay. pretty good. It was pretty good. I'm not going to sit We through. went and saw Wicked when I was in high school. I mean, that was that was pretty good. Is this is it more your get your stepmom or is it your father? Like, I have no is idea. It's a weird combination. It's it, a weird combination. I think it's a I think it's a combination of like and it's going to sound bad, but mistaking it for art and like culture, <laughs> and it clearly God, is. God, you're you know so what? fucking condescending. <laughs> I, 
What? It's not really I I prefaced it with that. I said this is gonna sound bad. But it's not. Because it's not. I, I think you can maybe make that case for like Beauty and the Beast. Uh, that, that's not uh, like a fully. It's so much more of a commercial endeavor as compared to like, you know, some. It's new, a version of like playing uh, classical music for infants while they sleep. Yeah, you know, where you're like, really. oh, this is going to make this is going to make you a that's better person really. in the long run. I like, think you should take your kids to the theater. I think going to the theater. You're literally proving my point right now. Like you, What's like that? th- that's what I think the mindset was. It wasn't a desire for my parents to go watch these musicals. No, but it you was. Can oh, a this better... is a thing that we should do to make them more well-rounded yeah. individuals. Yes, and I can't negate that. But you what I'm be saying able to is, be a, you should expose children to multiple varied versions of you know exp- expression of art. And, like, and I don't <laughs> like to shit on people. So yeah. I, you can do it if you want. I no, can't you sh- disprove. You should, because you, you don't know what, hey, the one thing might feel better. That's why you should go to multiple museums. That's why you mm-hmm. should go to different musical acts, including plays and musicals. Uh, but not <laughs> Beauty and the Beast. You, you go to Beauty and the Beast because you're a child. You're, you're shitting on something because you've never seen it. Like, uh, I mean, I've seen... I'm, and like, here I, I am like defending Beauty and the Beast, the musical I've, now. I've but seen, it's way better than you think it no, is. No, no. <laughs> Do they do a bad job? Is is it not a wonderful spectacle? No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying it's it's hollow and empty. You can't say both. You're talking out of both this, sides of your mouth here, basically. This argument is all over the place, fellas. Yeah. Okay. But you're talking out of both sides of your mouth because yeah. you're saying like, oh, you should do this, but not this one because that's a piece of shit. No, yeah. Although when I say that it's a like it's not really that good, you're like, oh, what are you saying? That's crazy. No, it's it's an adaptation of a Disney film into a musical. It's not. It's. I'd rather see something more original as compared to like the, the co- movie itself a co- is a musical. Yeah, There's plenty of musical numbers. Pa- he loves paste. rock and rock of ages. Oh no, 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 no. Like I said before, what was the something I said a long time ago? 15. I don't care for jukebox musicals. I don't think that they're that good. So. If it feels like 15 minutes, but it wasn't, it feels like 15 minutes. <laughs> okay. It was really hey. only like five minutes ago. No, I'm just saying. No, that you I'm just saying. I've been stuck in musical hell for most of my life now, and yeah. I and I just it just like happens. It's kind of like when you get you know kidnapped, you know, like a Liam Neeson movie. It just happens to you. I understand. And all of a sudden, I'm in front of a fucking musical. And I'm like, oh my god. Here I understand. Again. Like you get it, like your wife dragging you. Uh, it's not just my wife. It's still my parents that do it. Still, my my younger brother now is fully immersed He's into musicals. Very into musicals. And yes. here I find myself. It's just like I. I forget where the hell, how I got there, or when when I left. Or do they drug you? I might be drugged. I don't know. It's just all of a sudden I wake like, up and it's like, is this the sound of music? What the? I did not agree to this. Yeah. All of a sudden, like, hey guys, uh, okay, meet us in the lobby. We've got a thing that we're gonna do tonight. And it's and it's like, and then we show up, and it's just like, oh fuck, a musical. It's just like all of a sudden you turn the corner. It's like, yeah. It's like, it's like I'm getting and then uh, they whacked out, in the mafia. And then like they pulled I turned out the knives corner. and started jabbing you into yeah. your seat. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm like uh, what, I'm uh, Tommy DeVito, uh, right? Tommy DeVito yeah. in uh, Goodfellas. I think I'm gonna get made and open the door, and all of a sudden it's a musical, and there's get popped in the back of the no. head, <laughs> no, I and I fall in a pool of my own blood. Now I have to sit here and watch Rock of Ages. Ugh. Yeah, mm. yeah. SpongeBob the musical, yeah. which Bobby loved. 
I, it wasn't. It wasn't that bad. I, no, <clears throat> SpongeBob the musical is much more akin to Barbie the movie than I thought it was going to be. Here and, and, I went in. I'm like, this is going to be a pile of garbage. Would and, I? Would I rather watch SpongeBob the musical or a stage adaptation of Beauty and the Beast? I think I'd rather watch SpongeBob. Quite frankly, sure. Because I. Th- but all that being said, I'd much rather watch so many other shows than Beauty and the Beast. I'm not saying that you had a choice in the matter. No, I. I just think you're 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 speaking out of both sides of your mouth. No, it, and uh, is the spectacle and the uh, the artistry inside Beauty and the Beast uh, there, is Look, it executed they, well? I'm sure it is because it's a fucking Broadway musical. But, but I under okay. But here's what you're saying. You're you if you took Toy Story and turned yeah. it into a musical. Yeah, I, I want, understand what you're saying. Yeah, I want to. What we're talking that. about though is Beauty and the Beast or like Aladdin, yeah. things that had many, many, many musical numbers. Yeah. Which all you have to do is play those musical numbers, maybe add two, three, maybe, yeah, and then it's this it's the same damn thing. It's not it's like the Toy Story one or even the SpongeBob one where they had to create a bunch sure. of musical or a bunch of music in it. That's uh, you know, a little more in line with what you're I, saying. I, I know I I understand what you're saying. That it's already a musical, so why not make it alive? For me, it's more of where it's coming from, a la the Disney Corporation making money. Yeah, and and not to say that art it has to be not, uh, you know, you know, has to be selfless. It doesn't have to actually be a commercial endeavor. Art can be a commercial endeavor, but I don't feel like money is always a factor. Yeah, I don't feel like That's... Beauty and the Beast, the musical, was coming from. God, you know what we want to do? We just want to really bring this to life. But you can't apply that logic to Beauty and the Beast and then not apply it to every other fucking musical that's ever been made on Broadway. Oh, no. I think there's a lot. I mean, listen. Hey, as we, as you just let me know that Even you were going. Even <laughs> like... Rent. No. Rent. The other day when we were talking, you said that you're, you're looking to have a trip up to New York soon-ish. Yeah, we're going to New York. And yeah. I'm going through, I'm like, ah, what is on Broadway right now? And, and I'm so naive, <laughs> I didn't even fucking think about it. I'm like, oh, surely I won't go, but you're right, I'll probably your, get dragged. Your I'll, wife is going to drag you to... I will be, yeah. I will wake up in a musical. Yes. For sure. <laughs> and I'm just like... I'd, uh, bo- I'd book tickets to the Big East Tournament. Just, just to have <laughs> just an event. See. No, but then yeah. they're going to cancel the Big East Tournament and then play a musical on there. Like, that's the kind of... I can't escape it. Yeah. At no point would I ever want to go watch uh, Back to the Future, the musical. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that's probably garbage as well. I'm just guessing. I mean, yeah. There was a lot. Uh, but it's all wa- for water, water for Elephants, the musical. I don't. Yeah. It, no, I'd rather. I, this is all money. And that's it, what it, it goes it, back no, to. And it is money. And I'm going to tie this up with a bow. Because when we're talking about these really high. Good luck. Well, we're going to talk about, you know, these big issues, sexism, racism, all this stuff in the world. You know, all that stuff keeps us divided. Okay, it doesn't keep us from coming together. But the one common thread with all these things that people don't want to look at or really realize is that money is at the root of all this shit. Okay, because when we're talking about sexism or racism or anything like that, we're talking about power and power is very equally equated to money in this day and age and has been for quite some time. Okay. So when we're talking about like Beauty and the Beast not being like, what's the point of making it? It's the point is to make fucking money. That's right. why they're making it. They're making yeah. it yeah. to make money. And yeah. they keep doing it because they're like, well, that worked. We'll go back to this. Well, we'll do this. We'll do this. Yeah. And there's some iterations like 
Wicked being a play on Wizard of Oz. And you're like, oh, that's because they thought about it for two fucking seconds and then had a different approach to it. You know, it's a little more clever. It's a little it's better because you thought based off of a series of books, which is weird, by the way. But they but they thought about it. They thought about it was it wasn't in tandem with Wizard of Oz. They were like, hey, what would happen? Before the Wizard yeah, of Oz, yeah, right? that, that the person to, who wrote to the turn did, to turn that into a musical is yeah. the same logic you're applying to right. this hypothetical Toy Story movie or Toy right. Story musical. Which, by the way, um, that's trademarked now. We should totally oh, get on that. They, we can't. We they, can't. No, Pixar no. still. Yeah, Disney still owns that. I was really hoping we could get ahead of that one. I know. I, yeah, they I could hate, all be a bunch of marionettes. I hate. I hate to break this to you as well, but. Feel the dreams, the musical that we've been working on for so long. We still, we got an in. We don't have the rights to that. That's not public domain by now. I'm no. pretty sure it's <laughs> no. I'm you can joking. just walk onto that field. You can go on. You can like hey, okay. Field of Dreams, okay. the musical. We we will we will work in conjunction. Yeah. Hey, we're with, we're open. We don't. We can, have we the can license the rights. We don't. We don't. No. We we can. Yeah. We could. Get we them. can license them, but we I can't. What they, I wonder what the old uh, Universal Studios is going to want for. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a it's going to be <laughs> a chunk <laughs> of change, but someone's got to have the idea. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and, well, we got it. And at and the end of the day. Oh, oh, you're. Uh, I thought you were going on a long tangent about power and money. Yeah, I just explained it. It's all oh, about and money. That's it. It's all about money. Yeah. By the way, give us money. Oh, please. Yeah. That's what's there at the end of the day. Because this could be a podcast. And Medicare. Oh my God, it's so juicy. Hey everyone, thanks hey, so much for listening. Yeah, we're, thanks so much. If you could go ahead and just uh, smash that like button. Mm-hmm. I owe a lot of money to a guy. Yeah. And I really, guys, I need this to pay off. So please like, subscribe, tell your friends. They don't even have to listen, just download, please. We yes. just got to show the numbers because I am this close to losing my house. Yeah. He was standing up on the street corner earlier today. It's sad. Uh,